0: Hello, breadheads! Welcome <laughs> to Think Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, and I have my co-host Eric here. He's straight back in Canada, straight from Shibuya, on some zen.
1: <laughs>
0: Returned from Cancun. How are you doing, mm. King? Welcome
1: back to Canada. Thank you. We loaded up the jet and we're back. Uh, you know, stomach's, stomachs, my stomach hurts.
0: uh but it's all good yeah you've uh, recovered from the food poisoning that we discussed for
1: most of the previous episode Mm -hmm. whatever that shit was um it's out it's out of me um Mm -hmm. and i freed i freed myself from it uh i came to life guys and i'm i couldn't be happier
0: (laughs) i love that for you now did you take the pj back home or did you fly commercial
1: Oh boy. Um, fortunately Sunwing does not have a executive branch. Um, you know, everything has to flow through their commercial airline, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, the bathroom, <laughs> you know, when you, uh, pay for those upgraded seats, Ty, the bathroom is, you know, right up in front of you. Uh, mm-hmm. so I had easy access, but, you know, fear not, because I had uh, some random Mexican medication in me that prevented me from going to the bathroom for the duration of the flight. So what you're telling me is me is you weren't dropping
0: footlongs every few hours?
1: No, I was not dropping bombs <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the plane. Uh, it was a safe flight. Damn. Still nice one life. of the most uncomfortable flights I ever had, though. I don't know what happened, but I had like a pounding headache the entire time. Probably from yeah. all the pressure being built in my... Uh, lower the, the digestive system
0: that sounds even less comfortable than
1: any flight i've had at a craft brewery what's more uncomfortable ordering the flight <laughs> or or consuming it it's tough it's tough could i please have the the
0: marshmallow toasted honey ale <laughs> <laughs> just a four yeah. ounce i just want to try a four it ounce, yeah. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Everything about that sentence. Um, why can't you know we order like a kids pack? You know, like four inches at a time. Like that's that could be three sandwiches. You know, mm-hmm. give me four inches, all different flavors.
0: Yeah, I want it three ways. That's that's honestly what I want. I like to dabble. I like to eat around. I think that mm-hmm. variety is the the herb of life <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i mean you Not can sure do ain't. that there's no reason today you cannot walk in the subway go up to your artist and say i want you to cut my foot long into thirds and i want a little bit of different stuff on each and they would they would probably charge you the same they would have no idea what to charge you for that so you you kind of scam the system
1: mhm uh, but what about this what if i want to try three different breads what if i want the same sandwich but three different breads <laughs> then what uh, now, now i don't know now you're kind of messing with <laughs> 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 yeah
0: you're, you're messing with the the, the formula for payment because i'm trying yeah, to decide it's was... like like it does the because the bread is a pre-meat selection does that mean mm-hmm. that it is non-negotiable in regards to the payment because you get
1: unlimited sauce, unlimited vegetables, mm. but those are all post-meat decisions. That's true. But to be honest, the bread is um, complimentary, <laughs> much like you know any other Italian restaurant. The bread comes first and it's free. Um, yeah, that's true. The only thing that dictates... The skew of a sandwich is the meat choice. <laughs>
0: that, that's how they they punch it into the the, the POS, that piece of shit, <laughs> 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 when they charge you ninety nine for twelve inches.
1: Yeah, that's that's not pushing p. Um, yeah, but yeah, so the meat is, you know, what dictates the price. So if I get like a four incher, three three kids packs, right, mm-hmm. all different breads, same meat that's the price of a, that could be the price of a foot long. but yeah you know an extra an additional headache for your sandwich artist
0: but they're not dealing with that much complexity to begin with
1: you're literally
0: telling them everything to do <laughs> that's true so, but what I are really they going to do
1: with a eight inch cut of honey oat
0: <laughs> that's true i mean it, you just need to like build a culture of more people doing this or perhaps that's their take home maybe that's their little doggy bag at the end of the day a bit of extra bread a little Mm -hmm. little stale loaf absolutely the complexity falls on you eric as the architect of the sandwich you take on whatever complexity
1: you feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. that's true but you gotta wonder if they will charge you for the waste you're creating
0: yeah maybe punish you if you will we should charge subway for the waste <laughs> that they create like yeah, for every time they put an that. ingredient if they put an ingredient on your sandwich they have to undo that ingredient like you say banana pepper and they put green pepper and then they have to undo that green pepper it's not going back in the mm-hmm. bin it's going like under the counter in their like waste bin whatever compost is down there <laughs> you should get a discount for every single one of those vegetables that leaves your sandwich a little waste tax
1: Mm-hmm. totally and it's like not only are you making me repeat myself but now i have to like correct you you know i have to say no <laughs> take mm-hmm. it off <laughs> i mm-hmm. don't want these uh wet banana peppers i want the jalapenos you you misheard me and it's, and it's your fault
0: yeah if a nice restaurant messes up your order they might knock percent off or give you a free dolce that, we're not getting that same type of treatment at the old
1: way. <laughs> mm-hmm. They might even comp your entire dish. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes even if they bring it out at the wrong time, they'll comp it for you. Like that if you say, like, all the time, yeah. "Like where the fuck is my spaghetti?" <laughs> and then and they brought it at the end and they like, say, "Don't worry about it; it's on the house."
0: Yeah, which is fair because it's a premie. It goes first.
1: <laughs> exactly. Is hmm. Subway a preemie or a secondi? Well, this is what's interesting when you compare the
0: Italian formula of dining to the subway origin experience because you both get free bread at the start, but then the Italian approach would be to go primi, secondi dolci, right? Primi being like an appetizer, a salad, a pasta, <laughs> Secondi being your meats, and then dolci mm-hmm. being your desserts. And you see where this breaks down on the Subway lineup because on Subway, you get your bread, then you get your secondi, your meat, then your premi, your vegetables and sauces, followed <laughs> by dolce. So there's a bit of a reversal here.
1: Mm-hmm. Unless you count the bread as a primi, you know, little little bread and olio. No
0: bread is never a premi. Bread is coperto. It's part of the the beginning of the meal.
1: Ah uh, yes, just to wet wet the buds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get, get them, get uh like blooming, you know.
1: <laughs> exactly, ready to receive some meat.
0: Mhm. Fantastic. Damn. So at the, the end the end of the the line here, Eric, you get your sauces. I have a question for you. They mm-hmm. always do these like really nice like squeezes of the sauces. It's like a a, a crisp line. An idealist foot I idealist foot long, right? Mhm. So, would you say that the tool to spread that sauce across the sandwich is the tip of the bottle or the nip of the bottle? God damn it.
1: I had a feeling this was coming, Ty. <laughs> um, I don't know, Ty. What, what would you say the difference is between a tip and a nip? Well, to me, there is no difference. But I'm trying to
0: determine what the appro- like, the appropriate syntax would be. I'm sure one mm-hmm. of them is wildly offensive, and the other is appropriate. <laughs> um,
1: hmm. I don't know. I'm scared if I answer correctly, um, the breadheads are going to be in my DMs calling us gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Worst things could happen, Eric. I don't know, Ty. That's pretty damn bad. But uh, I don't know, Ty. I think you know we're going to have to go just for the sake of. Uh, maintaining our fans we're going to call it a nip because you know the the think fresh boys aren't taking no tips at the line
0: no The think fresh boys love the nip
1: exactly um we may be ass men but we do appreciate a nip
0: (laughs) especially (laughs) our listeners because they're not getting much nip you know
1: i actually (laughs) they don't what are you talking about they get they get 12 nips every time they go to (laughs) Subway. wait a second i was hi. thinking about this there?
0: there's there's Saucers? there's is there 12 sauces
1: i don't know there might that'd be. be perfect you could try every sauce on your sandwich
0: you could do an, <laughs> a and in
1: yeah you can nip, make nip, a rainbow nip, roll nip, nip, nip. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: swamp water i uh yeah.
1: no i don't you, uh... i don't
0: think there's 12 i think there's probably less but it would be off brand for subway to deviate
1: from this system Mm -hmm. everything has to be a multiple of six or twelve um but if there's 12 sauces and you order the rainbow roll how will you know which sauce gave you a tummy ache (laughs) if there's if you go with all of them is there any way to tell
0: oh man i don't i don't think so i think you just have to accept that it was it was the sandwich itself. It was the amalgamation of the sauces. Perhaps your body wasn't ready for that much like breadth of flavor.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the sandwich is uh, more than the sum of its parts. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because uh, your sandwich had, you know, COVID sauce sprinkled in there doesn't mean it was a COVID death. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck's sake. Hmm. Hmm. I uh oh, okay, real conspiracy here, Ty. Is it true, it was... Ty? <laughs> is it true that Big Gov is, you know, re- overreporting our COVID death numbers here in Canada? How could it be? So why why would, Eric, why would Big Gov overreport on COVID deaths? Mm. Well let me tell you, Ty um we have this little thing in canada called universal health (laughs) care and (laughs) in order for universal health care to survive um government can't be paying hella motherfuckers in in the hospital to stay there you know what i mean we got to reduce the hospitalizations not because we care about our people but because we can't afford to pay for everyone to be in the hospital i see and so we're going to over-report on these uh, COVID death numbers, Betty. So you get in, if you get in a car crash and you have COVID, that's a COVID death. If you, you know, die from subway indigestion and you have COVID, that's a COVID death. Wow.
0: Is that actually how they're reporting the numbers? Because that really <laughs> bodes well for subway. Like, does, that <laughs> makes me think that maybe subway engineered this whole virus. <laughs> Because if you think about it, Eric, yeah. how many people die a day from consumption of too many sauces at Subway, from eating too many inches too quickly, from a bad piece of lettuce at the bottom of the bucket? Food mm-hmm. poisoning kills.
1: Yeah, it I'm is sure. uh, registered uh, on the on the WHO website um, mm-hmm. as a health risk. You know, don't eat at Subway. If you do, don't get more than four sauces. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do, you're at serious risk of heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, even even Mm -hmm. diarrhea, Ty. Mm
0: -hmm. You are a victim and you are coming forward, sharing your Mm -hmm. story. So if Subway, (laughs) if if someone dies of COVID, dies of Subway, I should say. If someone dies of Subway while (laughs) having COVID, then that death is no longer accredited to Subway. It's accredited Mm -hmm. to uh the the omni-channel
1: variant <laughs> exactly um i would love to you know take a peek at subways q4 report uh, and just take a look at like how many subway deaths there have been because if it's you know declining mm-hmm. which would be which would be rare because you know the number of stores are still up mm-hmm. um if the deaths per location were going down i think um uh, you know, we have to look at the Omarion variant and see if, you know, it's cannibalizing those deaths.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going unreported, or improperly reported. So this, this is exactly. interesting. Yeah, we should look at the last two years of data, we should open up that spreadsheet, mm-hmm. spread it open.
1: Yeah, proper books.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's a hot take, Eric. I I, <laughs> have think, I think there's some truth to that. I've never been one to like create a Joe Rogan esque podcast, but I do think that this conspiracy conspiracy theory has some legs to it.
1: mm mm-hmm. Absolutely, brother. We're doing DMT and we're talking about conspiracy theories. We're basically big Joe Rogie. hmm Does that make you Jamie? <laughs> I'm not Jamie. I'm not pulling shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you pull shit up more than I do.
0: I don't pull any shit up you pull shit up you literally five minutes before this episode started you're like check out this video of a cliff falling down in brazil
1: (laughs) and then you pulled it up uh yes breadheads if you haven't seen go look up brazil cliff um you know it just reminded me of the footlong when it touches down in my stomach basically what it looks like um especially after food poisoning so, try to describe what happened in this
0: uh, three and a half minute long YouTube clip, Eric.
1: Me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I pull right this no, shit I don't... Up, bro. You pulled it up. Okay. Don't even lie. You pulled it up. I didn't even pull it up. The only thing I'm pulling up to, Eric, is <laughs> the old way for a foot long. <laughs> Only thing I'm pulling up is my pants after I uh, <laughs> after I let one of his footlongs loose. Wow.
0: Okay, so wow. I'll describe to you what's happening. There's a cliff over a lake, and there's some boats in the water, and then suddenly the cliff falls down on the boats, and
1: people die and people scream. It's tragic. It is tragic, and you see one boat just, like, book it from out of there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, whoever noticed and, like, gunned it was honestly, like, fucking uh, is a hero, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a natural disaster averted. It's like, Mm -hmm. that was the equivalent of them skipping some scraggly-looking lettuce on the line. They said, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm
1: getting out of here faster. Mm Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I'm a little bit traumatized by my Uh, whole food poisoning fiasco in mexico i uh ever since i identified the lettuce the the devil's lettuce as the perpetrator the you know the prime suspect numero uno (laughs) literally numero uno suspect for my Mm -hmm. food poisoning i've been like playing it so safe like even like the last three days in mexico like you know I I moved through the buffet very tactically. (laughs) Mm, My
0: bad. It's Mm. a traumatizing experience. I'm even feeling your
1: PTSD now. Yeah. Like, even grabbing a plate, I grabbed the fourth plate. (laughs) Like, I lift it up, grab the fourth one. I don't want the one on top. I don't know what's been hanging out on top of the mountain there. Yeah, you don't want germs having a
0: little party on that Mm -hmm. plate.
1: Exactly. Any communal spoon is strictly off limits. You know, Mm -hmm. I went straight to the grill.
0: Bring your own spoon. This is probably tragic enough for you to give up vegetables
1: altogether. I know, Ty. Um, I am the resident meat eater of this podcast, but um, I didn't know that I'd be diving into that role even further by giving up the veggie patty. (laughs) That's subway. Yeah,
0: I do remember reading the headlines of news articles online saying that, more food poisoning is obtained from vegetables than meat which is because people don't, don't wash their vegetables very well or they let them get too old or they don't refrigerate them properly because they don't think they need to
1: mm-hmm. totally big produce is uh really fucking up for everybody here
0: that reminds me of okay so when i went to subway last which was during our bo- both 10 hour days of travel last week. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I made a soul pilgrimage to the way. There was a unique interior design move that caught my attention. This is, this is an innovation at the way, Eric. I wanna to describe to you what I observed. Please. Okay, so the vegetable section is typically open faced, right? Open air, mm-hmm. if you will. It's like, it's like a nice museum of vegetables. Mm-hmm. But what, what Subway has cleverly done is the glass pane, the sneeze guard, they've put on some hinges. So when there's no patron at the counter, they can pull the glass down and then it acts as like a tabletop sealant on the vegetables. When a client walks in and they need access to those vegetables, they pull the pane back up and it acts as a sneeze guard. So depending on the use case Subway's actually transforming that sneeze guard to protect the thing that's most important. When there's no client, the thing is the vegetables. When there's clients, that thing is the artist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I know it's just like innovation in that fresh freshness technology. I think all the new like Subways with like neon green logo like have that.
0: Do they? Okay, so I've just yeah. been visiting the uh, kind of classic menu
1: of, of subways. hmm Like the like the OG locations that still you know, the franchise owner hasn't splurged on the new interior design booklet. Um mm-hmm. like that's what they that's what they have basically like the new ones. Um cool. Which is like yeah cool I guess <laughs> <laughs>
0: i guess i kind of like the Mm -hmm. open air feeling it felt like more of a free-for-all at the vegetable stand
1: Mm, yeah it's like wait so do they have like the plastic lids still at the old one there's no lids
0: have been eradicated but it's one big lid now eric it's a
1: big lid (laughs) (laughs) but in the old subways, they have like separate individual lids right I believe so. But have you ever seen one of those buckets capped? I haven't. Mm. So it's not necessarily a fresh innovation. It's more so a logistics innovation. It's like they're saving 12 seconds by having one lid for everything mm-hmm. compared to, you know, 12 lids.
0: Yeah, but I think what happens, and I'm, I'm no artist, so I don't really, I'm not familiar with their, their opening and closing procedures, but mm-hmm. I'd imagine... At the start of the day, the sandwich artist strips away each lid, puts them in a pile, and throws them in the garbage. And then they just leave them open-faced, the the vegetables out for mites and and dust and rats to climb in throughout the day. Dead flies, whatever whatever mm-hmm. it wants to climb in there.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right. And as a sandwich artist, you're probably just like waiting for. The moment where there's nobody in there and you can just like close the whole lid it's like mm-hmm. yes. i'm sure that feels really good It's probably really satisfying mm-hmm. so
0: yeah i don't know why they would even bother having bu- lids on the buckets before it would be a complete operational inefficiency
1: mm-hmm. no cab no cap um what do you think of people who like reach over the sneeze guard to point at their food like I'll take this one. <laughs> and they, like, reach their hand over the sneeze guard, much like uh, the Vince Carter uh, dunk competition when he's, like, hanging in the rim with his elbow. Mm. Like, they're just, like, hanging over the sneeze guard with their elbow, pointing at the lettuce. Like, I'll take that one.
0: Right, yeah. There's something very, like, uh, comical about that kind of disproportioning of your body. <laughs> <laughs> it's very athletic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think like this new hinge based sneeze guard kind of opens doors for that type of clientele. If an artist observes a like a, a pointer type coming in, they can yeah shut her down right away. And that <laughs> actually gives the pointer a better field to point on because now they can tap the vegetable directly rather than like doing mm. the mathematics of the angle to show the artist where they're where they're going it will be more mm.
1: accurate. Exactly. Because like sometimes the sneeze guard be so clear that you bang your finger on it when you're trying to like point at the vegetable because you don't actually see how close close or far away it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah I've seen people hit their face on it because they're trying to get a closer look <laughs> at that shredders. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> We're trying to see if the purple coloring is a reflection or if it's really there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, this is a very interesting innovation. I'm curious if it will
0: change ordering habits in any way like as a user now i can get better access to the vegetables i can get put my hand closer to them does that change my relationship Mm -hmm. with them i don't know i don't
1: know but is it even detectable if you are in the restaurant like do you notice a difference because like it's going to be up for you like like the artist is not going to close it and then make you choose like who's going to open it And then, so she has access to, you know, the vegetables.
0: Well, well, maybe there's a situation like you and I are both alphas, Eric. We walk into a subway, and when we point, we point with, with like, with passion. You know, we we point very aggressively at things. So if your, uh, like, (laughs) thick finger smacks into that glass you might just knock that glass straight back down you might close that lid right on the sandwich artist poor little gloved up fingers ouch
1: ouchie oh. yeah i mean i can't see that happening with utah um why not <laughs> do you ever you seen the hydraulics on that thing <laughs> <laughs> that's a sturdy that's a sturdy sneeze guard you think 2021 big subway would skimp out on the on the sneeze guard that's like the most important thing at Subway right now, because it's protecting the veggies, and you know the most valuable asset that Subway has—it's their sandwich artists.
0: That's true. It would be a shame if they got some of that novel Arona on their Roma tomatoes.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, you already know, big Subway has got the bulletproof plexiglass, um, just in case you know there's a drive-by. You know, the artist can take cover <laughs> behind the sneeze guard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can't see it being uh <laughs> I can't, I can't see it being uh you know a weak piece of uh glass.
0: It's true. I mean if Subway makes glass like they make cucumbers, it'll probably disintegrate on first touch, but what do I know?
1: Mm-hmm. That's true, Ty. Fascinating. Um, sorry, I'm being spammed on Grailed right now. <laughs> oh no. Are you lowballing again? Someone's lowballing me. What What are they trying to buy? Your Yeezys? Yeah, someone's literally trying to buy my Yeezys, which I so graciously listed for two hundred um, really, and sixty dollars. That's really, really kind of you, Eric. Yeah, this is a think fresh, breaking news moment—a certified hash brown moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this guy says, "Let's be honest, bro." <laughs> 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 Anytime someone opens a message with "Let's be honest, bro," you
0: know
1: whatever's coming up next is, is gonna be really funny. He said, "Let's be honest, bro." Those are hella beat. I doubt you would even get eighty for those, but I would give you fifty. <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, so generous. It's, and it's listed for two hundred and sixty. So, I mean, we'll see. I might do. So it. <laughs> I, I got ask Eric are the Yeezys Hello Beat? They're Hello They're listed for 260. So you want them or not. You know That's what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, take it or leave it. They're beat but well, I, I uh, I've been to many girls homes in these so it's worth something.
0: Okay, I I got to be honest, bro. (laughs) Let's be honest, (laughs) I don't think you're going going any girls' homes in those easies. But uh, do you think that (laughs) sneakerheads or breadheads are the uh, (laughs) worst? Like, which one
1: is the worst group of people? (laughs) Which one's the worst type of customer? Yeah. Oh, man. I think, um, you know, they're both really fucked up in different ways. Like, a sneakerhead will lowball you to shit um mm-hmm. and ask you for like unrealistic things like pictures of like the tags <laughs> um but at subway you know they'll get they'll get mad at you for like they'll just like say like every vegetable and expect you to keep up things like that um mm-hmm. but they they assume you're a robot uh they don't skip mm-hmm. you know if the, if you could lowball at subway they would probably do that too um but you know i gotta give it to sneakerheads, ty I think the average age is much lower too, so. Right. So you're,
0: you, you, you jive with their Gen Z Zoomer mentality. I get that. I, I
1: think do, they're do worse. Do you think
0: that? Oh, you think they're worse. Oh, I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Both have equally misplaced aggression, but I think mm-hmm. that the breadheads are less of a danger to society. Mm-hmm. My yep. biggest problem with sneakerheads, Eric, is they always want to keep the blocks, Why do they want to keep the box?
1: Well, Ty, it's so you can resell it.
0: Is it simply for a a piece of cardboard that is a vessel
1: for moving those sneakers into the hands of someone else? Mm -hmm. Turns out, like, if you try to sell one without a box, it's like trying to, like, sell a sandwich without the wrapping paper. It's like, shit's flying everywhere, (laughs) and it's not going to be, like, very suitable for movement. You know,
0: like it's how a do you plan. sell
1: like it's two it's two items. Like the sandwich is two items as well. It's two six inch halves. There's a chance that one's gonna go missing if you try to hand them over separate. <laughs> the last thing you want is only one six inch showing up in the <laughs> Exactly. So you gotta wrap them up together. They come mm-hmm. together. You know, otherwise you might mix up sizes. You might mm-hmm. mix your size eleven sneaker with your size nine sneaker, and then mm-hmm. you're fucked um same thing with your sandwich you know you might have one veggie delight one Mm -hmm. They don't go together
0: there's also a risk of obtaining damaged goods i think if there were two sandwiches for sale on craigslist or grailed (laughs) grailed (laughs) should sell sandwiches (laughs) and one Mm -hmm. of them was cleanly wrapped in footlong paper subway branded and the other one was just a plain sandwich. And I had no idea how it would be wrapped up when I got it. I think I'd probably go with the one that has a, a protective seal. Mm-hmm. The seal. I don't want my to sandwich to, sh- yeah, you don't want your sandwich showing up in the mail with like, um, I don't know, a, like a, 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 an immigrant in it. I don't know what's going <laughs> to
1: try to get in that box. That's true. Um, you know, like shoes will have like, serial number on the box and then like one like on the shoe and if they match that means like the shoe came in this box right Mm -hmm. um same thing could be implemented for subway like i don't want like leftovers potentially so i want to make sure the sandwich like the ingredients are like printed on the outside of the bag or something
0: right it's a certificate of authenticity it's kind of like an irl nft that's what the box exactly is. and that's what that's what subway packaging should be too actually i want my receipt i don't why do they even give you a receipt at subway it's an additional piece of paper they already are giving you paper to begin with they should just print that receipt directly on the wrapper
1: exactly the wrapper is the receipt
0: the wrapper is the receipt it's i mean in ways there's evidence of what sandwich it was you see a little stain of sweet onion sauce or the skid mark of a black <laughs> olive but there's, I would love to have it be a bit more, like, literal.
1: Mm-hmm, totally. Wow. And it can have some, like, extra facts on it. Like, like I want to know how many, which sandwich this is of the day. Like, this is the 400th sandwich made, you know? Mm. And if there's if it's, like, the the 500th, like, is there, like, a prize? Mm-hmm, that's
0: true. You're the lucky 500th sandwich. You get a free bowl of onion soup
1: Mm -hmm. and if you are so lucky to get the last sandwich of the day then you know you should be happy just not like throwing up (laughs) you should be happy to just (laughs) not have uh, food poisoning from that bad boy so in in a way you you did win something
0: (laughs) that's crazy what a feat you got the oldest vegetables in that (laughs) subway
1: you got the worst sandwich that day Mm -hmm. that's amazing
0: I would also love to see the artist credentials on it. It'd be like my name and then it'd be like Kara of artist's name. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thai sandwich, Kara.
0: Yeah. Sarah, the sandwich artist.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Amazing. More free ideas for Subway. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we see you, Ron, in HR. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shit. Um... Feel free to just say whatever bro.
0: <laughs> there's been many a boardroom filled at H- Subway HQ with conversation around how do we make our sandwiches retain their value after they're made? I know this is a hot commodity at Subway HQ. I know they're talking about it. Well, here you go. We just told you. Do you think at the Subway boardrooms at HQ, they get Subway catered for lunch? Or do you think they mix
1: it up? <laughs> they <laughs> definitely don't get it mixed up. They get the subway, you know, party sub, split it amongst the whole squad. And <laughs> that's it.
0: Bro, bro, can you,
1: I got to be honest, bro. Can you
0: imagine walking into another meeting and then you're like, ah, oh, nice, the party sub again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs>
1: every single time.
0: Every time. Wow. They must just be churning out party subs there. Mm-hmm.
1: And speaking of every time. You had another amazing podcast in the book, Ty. Always, King. Always. Um, all right. Well, with that, I think it's time to call it. What do you? What say you, Ty? Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, bro. It's time for me to eat some lunch and move on with my day. <laughs> amazing. All right. Um, talk to you later this week. Sounds good. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao. Stink fresh.